What is up? What is going on, Dave at SVA Card Collectors? And I'm not going to lie, yesterday sucked. Yesterday was a terrible, terrible day. Um, this show is basically just going to be about Mr. Kobe Bryant. Um, reason being is I, I may have talked about him a little bit um, throughout the year, and it was more of me um, changing my mind and uh, actually understanding, you know, you can't really know a person by interviews and things like that, but just knowing or understanding a little bit better what he was all about. Um, I remember, you know, uh, my first inkling of, you know, when I first learned about him was obviously when he was in the draft and he was, Charlotte wanted to draft him and he said, don't draft me. I'm not going to play for you guys. And that bothered me so much. I was like, who is this kid think he is he should be happy that a team wants to draft him and he has to go to the Lakers and from then on he basically bothered me and I and I was like I don't like him and not and I just was always he was always to me arrogant later on in my life I completely made a 180 or 360 360, 180. No, 360 would be in the same spot. So 180 on on him. Um, but initially, that's what I thought about him. I thought he was a cocky guy. Um, he thought who he was. Uh, you know, he's telling people, this is what, you know, I'm not going to play for you, and, and this and that. And, th- and that's what I thought of him for a, mo- for a long time. Then he had issues with Shaq. I was like, Shaq's an easygoing guy. How can you have problems with Shaq, you know? And then Shaq left, and he won that title with Miami. I said, ah, oh, good for him, you know. <clears throat> and that's what I thought about Kobe. Not that I gave any serious thought, but, you know, this was my, my thought process, you know, being young and then growing up. But then I listened to an interview that he did. And it really, the interview really changed my mind drastically about him. And I said, I was 100% wrong about him. And I was even stupid. I was just stupid to even think that about him. But I wouldn't have known. You know, he's a public figure. I don't know nothing about him. It's, you know, what people present. And um, basically, this guy was the epitome of what you want to be what you want to strive to, um, you know, in business and, and whatever you want to do in your life with regards to, um, you know, doing something great. You know, if you want to create a business, if you want to be the best, uh, sports guy or whatever, I don't know what you want to do, but that's what he was all about. And it just blew my mind how he thought about basketball and how he was how he thought about being a leader and how he went about his mentality about going you know to do something and one of the biggest things that um, changed my mind was actually when he got the helicopter which unfortunately you know years later would be uh, He's doomed, I guess. I don't want it sounds bad, but but it, it just 
he got that helicopter. He would wake up 5 o'clock in the morning, 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, do his workout at home. Oh, good. No, play. Yeah, loud. Yes. Spin out. And he would work out. Then he would spend time with his kids, get them ready for school, and drive them to school. He thought it was really important to spend that time with them because he was on the road a lot. So anytime that he was home, he wanted to maximize the time with his family. What happened was now, I don't remember if it was they changed the place where they trained, um, they, you know, or he moved or whatever the case may be, but it took him like over an hour and a half, you know, sometimes with traffic even more to get to um, his workout. And then he would try to come back to pick up his daughter. And so he would, you know, drive and he was wasting time. And he wanted to spend, maximize the amount of time he had working on his craft, working on, you know, getting better at basketball. And so, yes, not everyone uh, can afford this luxury, but he bought a helicopter. And the reason why was so he can get to and from the place in like 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. It was quick. And so he could spend another hour he saved where he could be working. And he wasn't wasting time. He was maximizing his day. He was maximizing his life, trying to squeeze every little bit out of it. And it's just to have that mentality. A for you know, it's hard to know what you really want to do in life. You know, a lot of people, even me included, we all just struggle with like, well, what do we do? What do you want to do? What's you know, is this going to make me happy? And so he found that. And some people were lazy about it. Um, which later on I found out that's what Shaq was. It was Shaq who was lazy. I mean, I watched an interview with him and Kobe and Kobe was frustrated with him because he had all this talent, but he wasn't putting the work in. And Shaq said, I knew I didn't have to put all the work in because I knew my man was going to be doing it in the off season 24 seven. And I know if I was doing something, I would expect everyone else. And as a leader, that's what he was trying to, um, to tell them. And, and, and that's where the, the, a lot of the friction came about was, you know, Shaq not putting in the work, you know, and it just, it just changed my, my mind and actually changed the way I thought about things going forward. Um, you know, this guy was a millionaire, uh, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. And what his work ethic was, it did not change at all. There's some people get rich and they get lazy. He did not. He got more focused because he was able to use his resources to, you know, get a helicopter, to do whatever extra things he needed to do to put the work in. Um, and it was just, just amazing. And just to hear him talk, he did, you know, he had an interview with A-Rod, which was great. And later find out that A-Rod was, he, basically that was A-Rod's mentor a lot of times when he was in a dark place. You know, he, he confided in to Kobe. And it's just all these different things, all these people that are coming out, you know, saying, you know, how much he's touched their lives and changed their lives. But really it was just the the aspect of him maximizing his life. And I don't I think that's something that we can all take. I mean, the fact that he and I guess this is with a lot of famous people, but I think with him more in particular, um, there's so many people that he's never met 
that he doesn't even know who they are, even if that they existed. But he touched and may have changed their lives dramatically is a crazy thing if you really think about it. Just imagine, just imagine thinking, I've changed somebody's life, I've made their life better, and I didn't even know that they existed. I didn't even know, you know, anything about them. Yet they know all about me, they know what I'm about, and they were able to take, you know, something from what I've done and improve their life. And that's an awesome thing to say that you can do. And he's done that. And he will continue to do that. Um, so, yeah, it sucks that, I mean, he died way, way, way too young. And his daughter, the fact that he was with, you know, his daughter is a terrible, horrible thing. Um, you know, and, and the rest of the families, I don't know. I know there was a, a, a baseball coach um, and his wife and his kids, and they really didn't say anything else about the, the, the other families. Um, it's just got to be a terrible time. It just really sucks. And I've never had, um, you know, a celebrity pass away where it really bothered me that much. I'm, in a lot of instances, I'm very cold. I know that my personality, I'm a very cold person at times. Um, I think when you have a family, you sort of open up and you sort of have a little more feelings. I've noticed that about myself. But, you know, I'm a, I'm very to myself type of person. And the, I don't know, it just, it just really affected me. Um, not that I'm, you know, crying in, in the dark or whatever, but um, really made me think and um, just think about your life in general as well. You go, man, you know, life is short. You have the whole, you know, cliches and all that and all that stuff. Um, but it's just, it just sucked. It just really sucks. Um, and so hope his family can get through it. It's going to be really rough. It's, it's going to be something that every single day, you know, they're going to have to live through. They're going to have to think about. And it's just, it'll get easier with time, but it's going to take a long time for, for that even to be, uh, uh, you know, it's it's tough. That's that's got to be rough losing a um, a daughter, a kid. That is the, the worst thing that can happen, and so they're going to be going through, you know, a really rough time. And one thing that is nice that Kobe touched so many people's lives and helped so many people that they're going to have a ton of support, and that's what they're going to need. You know, a lot of basically keeping their mind off of stuff you know, as, as best as they can. Um, it's just, it just sucks. Uh, that, that's, that's really what it comes down to. Um, on, you know, a inconsequential note, um, with regards to, you know, his collectibles, all I know is I had a pair of Kobe sneakers. I actually posted like two or three days ago and no one wanted to buy them or nothing. Now all of a sudden, everybody wants to buy these these, these sneakers. Um, you know, cards are flying off the you know flying off eBay for crazy prices right now. Um, I'm not really into the you know don't post nothing, don't sell your stuff out of respect because the family don't give two craps. Uh, they really don't. They're not worried about uh, if you made a dime or more off of. Um, this tragedy they don't care no they don't if it's something that you feel then that's one thing but 
because of someone else if they don't make them feel bad make you feel bad that's just it's just idiotic um it's just dumb just if you want to make money yes you know sell the cards you'll, you'll make a ton of money that's great i was actually i the one thing i would like to have is an autograph card of him it doesn't have to be a rookie card it could be any it doesn't really matter to me but i think that's going to be very expensive now and going forward it's just will be so that just sucks um I never really had too many Kobe. I sort of got out of collecting cards when he started coming in. So I don't have any you know, base cards or anything like that. I might have one. I think I have one card of his. <clears throat> but, um, but yeah, they are, prices are going insane right now. Um, a ton of money. Um, but really, that's not you know, the point of this podcast today. It was just... Um, if you have time, I would, as far as you listen to um, interviews that he's done, he did one with A-Rod that was excellent. He did one with Shaq, and you sort of got an insight of you know, his thought process and, and just how he went about his business and how he went about basketball. Um, you know, just stories where he would play guys you know, in the summer, and he would remember their tendencies so when they came into playoffs, he knew what they wanted to do or what they liked to do. Like, another type of love. Like, you play a game, that's it. Call it a day. You know, unless you're playing with a lot and then you start, you know, picking up tendencies. But if you pick up a tendency, playing a game or two, you know, in the summer, in the summertime, just a pickup game, that's just some, like, and to remember it. I wouldn't remember, I wouldn't even remember playing the person, let alone their tendencies. So... He was just on another level with regards to basketball and whatever he did. Whatever he wanted to take, you know, he wanted to do well in, he did. Um, I haven't read his book, but I'm sure his book is really good. Um, because it's going to be, you know, the things that I've seen in his interviews. So I would check out his interviews. There's one with Shaq, the one with A-Rod. Um, those really opened up my eyes because I didn't know him that well. I just knew, had my notions of, you know, from the outside of, oh, how come he didn't want to play with Charlotte, which is a silly thing to say now. Um, he was just confident. He was confident because um, he had his goal and he knew he, what he wanted to do and he was going to do it. If you think any other way, if you think, oh, maybe I'm going to do it or I'm not too sure, then it's not going to get done. So you can't have that mentality and, and so he had to have that strong mentality, not just for himself, but for uh, being a leader and for his teammates. Um, you know, the way he talked about each individual person, he would try to figure out how to get the best out of them. He didn't have some just generic thing that he would say or do. Um, it's it just amazing type of person, and it just sucks that um, he passed away. Um, so that's all I got to say about that, guys. SVACardCollectors.com. Download the Flick Chat app, and you guys know what to do. Buy some cards and go broke. Later.